but yeah, I just want to share a, a couple of brief things with you. Um, and I was reading in my Bible, and I was in the book of Joshua, and was talking about how he brought the Israelites to a point to where they were ready to enter into a new land. Yeah, y'all still laugh. It's pretty funny. I thought it was funny. Y'all check on me later, though. <laughs> I ain't going to let it fix my plate tonight. <laughs> but I was reading in the book of Joshua, and, and he had prepared them to get ready to cross over into the new land, to, this, to the new land, to the promised land. Amen. And before he did that, he pronounced, God pronounced them that everyone at the age of 20 and above will not be able to enter in. And so this new generation of people will be able to enter into the holy land, into the promised land, I'm sorry. And what this got me to thinking was that when God has prepared something for us, when he has promised us something, that thing, there's a part of us that has to be killed before we can enter in into our promised land. Right. Old keys don't open new doors, amen? And so before we can enter into new relationships, there are some old relationships that have to die. Before we can learn how to speak new things, old ways of speaking have to die. Amen. And so there's a part of us that God has to kill before we can advance into a next level. Amen. And so as they crossed over into over the Jordan, into this promised land, they come up on Jericho. And we know that the walls of Jericho were impregnable, amen? They were impenetrable, amen? It was a formidable citadel where you couldn't, you just couldn't attack them, amen? And the two ways of attacking a, a, a fortified city or a fortified place back then was doing all-out assault or you would starve them out, amen? But what's funny is that God tells Joshua, he says, you know, I have given you Jericho. I have given you the king, and I have given you the mighty men of valor, amen? And so that's good news for someone today. I need you to understand because what God is saying there is, I have given you that thing, that promise. Not only have I given you that promise, but I have given you the victory over the enemy and every attack of the enemy. I thought y'all should be hollering by that. <laughs> There are things that are obstacles that will be in our way before we enter into a place of newness. And that's what the walls of Jericho represented, amen? Before God could make them a people, they had to overcome some things, amen? And so they had come to this place where they couldn't do it on their own. They didn't have the, they didn't have the power or the might to overtake Jericho. But God intervened and said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Every day for six days, I need you to march around Jericho. And on the seventh day, I need you to march seven times around Jericho. And on the seventh day, as they did this, and they, the, the, the priests, the seven priests with the trumpets began to blow and all that, with a unified praise, because the, gods, because the Bible said they called out in, a, in unison a loud roar. The walls of Jericho tumbled down. And so what I need us to understand is that when we are unified in our praise, there's no obstacle that can stand in our way, y'all. Right. Our unified praise breaks down walls. And one of the things that we need to understand and go back to is that there's a picture of the early church. And in the early church in the book of Acts, 
there were four things that happened. The first thing was that they put themselves under the teaching of apostles. They put themselves under good teaching. Amen. One of the other things that they did was they fellowship with one another. They shared commonality. They came together and they shared in their struggle and their, in their journey. Amen. The third thing they did was they shared, they broke bread together. Amen. They did uh, the, uh, 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 the Lord's Supper together, but they also shared in fellowship meals. And the last thing was that they prayed together. And the Bible says that they continually did this day after day. And as a result of this, signs and miracles happened by the apostles. And also, not only did that happen, but because of this, people were added to them because they saw how they interacted with each other. The word says that they found favor with all men. And so if we're trying to win people into the church, if we're trying to show people that this is the way of life, that Jesus is the way, we have to fellowship with one another, y'all. We have to love one another. We have to... The Bible tells us that we are to get wisdom and we also to get understanding. He said wisdom is the chief thing, but also get understanding. Wisdom is the thing that God gives us. Understanding is how we apply that thing to our life and show an example of it. And so people are getting tired of us explaining things. We need to show people examples. We need, people are getting tired of us discussing things and they want to see demonstrations. And so when we come together and we agree to do the things that God has told us to do, we, have done, we are doing the things that we're telling people, not do as I say do, but do as I do, God will begin to add people to us. And our praise and our worship will go to another level. Now, we saw how worship broke down barriers, amen? But also when Peter and John, they were in jail, amen, and the saints, well, Peter was in jail and, 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 and saints, came together and they came together in unison and they prayed and they came together and they, and they went to God for them. The Bible tells us that he sent an angel to release Peter and showed Peter the way out of that jail and brought him to the people. So what I'm saying is that when we come together in prayer, when we come together in worship and we're unified, people can get their release. People are coming in here every day bound by something, and they don't have the words or they don't know the way to get what they're trying to get. But when we come together with one spirit, one mind, one heart, one worship, then release can be had in this place. That's all right. That's all right. And my last thing was that when Paul and Silas were in the inner jail, and they had a worship service at midnight. And the worship that they emitted was so powerful that it shook the very foundations of the thing that had them bound. Yeah, when we come together in worship, true worship together, we can shake the enemy to his core. We can shake the foundations of anything that's holding somebody down. And as a result of that, the jailer, the jailer came down. He was afraid because he thought everyone had escaped. Amen. But Paul called out to him and said that we're all here. And as a result of that, the jailer brought his family and they were all brought into the kingdom. They all gave their life to Christ. When we come together, 
and we praise God and we worship God in the right way in unison. We give people an example and they want to give themselves to Christ as well. Yeah, we have a we have a responsibility to come together because we're the body of Christ. The word unity means unified in spirit. It means that we all go through together. The foot goes through what the hand goes through. The hand goes through what the leg goes through. Amen. We need each other, y'all, and we have to work in concert with one another. I always say it's not about competition. It's about cooperation. It's God's will, not our will. It's not the will of the hand. It ain't the will of the foot. Y'all, we're the one. The, the, we are the ones who want recognition. The hand doesn't want recognition. The hand just does what the hand's supposed to do. The foot does what the foot is supposed to do. But it's the Holy Spirit that is our central nervous system, so, uh, Dr. Pooh. It's the central nervous system that keeps us all connected, that gives us and lets us know what each one of us is going through. We know that the hand is going through something because the brain, the central nervous system, the Holy Spirit, tells the rest of the body the hand is going through something. And they all pick up the slack of the hand because the hand is hurt. They're not jealous or mad at the hand because the hand is hurt. They're trying to help the hand out. So, y'all, when our feet and our hands, which are represented by our brothers and our sisters, when they are hurt and they're going through something, do we pick them up? Do we help them out? If we are the body of Christ, if we're trying to be the church that Jesus is coming back for, we need to be the church that Jesus is looking for. Not the church that man is looking for. Not the church that we want to be. But we need to do the things that Jesus has instructed us all, instructed us all to do. In a, in a few weeks, we're going to and, and get with Pastor LaShawn. But I want to do a, a series called Breaking Down the Walls. I want to do a series called Breaking Down the Walls because I believe that there's too many things that are established by men to stop the flow of what Jesus wants to do. And it's really, a lot of it is from the church. We have put up things to separate us, not to bring us together. And so I want to do a series on that and to focus on a couple of those things. But what I like about the, uh, 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 Jericho and, and the walls of Jericho and coming down, you have Caleb and you have Joshua. And... Caleb's name means with his whole heart. And it's related to the word Caleb, C-A-L-E-V, which means dog. And so it's not in the negative, but in the positive, meaning how a dog is faithful to his master. And God said of Caleb, he said, Caleb, he, he's different. His spirit is different. He's not like the rest of them, amen. He followed me with his whole heart. And so Joshua was the type of man, he was faithful to God, and he represented the faithfulness of God and his word. Faith, God, Joshua was the type of person where if God told him something, that was it. That was it. You couldn't tell Joshua nothing else. That was it. And so it's important that we have the spirit of Joshua and the spirit of Caleb if we want some things to happen in our life. We have to be faithful to God's word. Amen. And we have to serve him with our whole hearts. And so in unity, when we come together, 
that's the, that's the spirit that we need to exemplify, and that's the spirit that we need to pass down. Amen? If Pastor LaShine and I are not in unison in our home, then the enemy has his way. If we are not in unison here in the church, then the enemy has his way. There's no move of God where there's no unity. And so when we come together and we all have our different agendas here coming together, no one is getting fixed. No one is getting healed. No one is getting delivered. Why? Because the Holy Spirit does not have room to move. The Holy Spirit moves through a connection. And if there's a break in the connection, then there's a power outage. All these churches that are centered around Hattiesburg and wherever everything else should be connected because when we look at the body, how does blood flow? Through a collection of arteries, right? We should be a collection of arteries that the blood of Jesus can flow through every church so that every member can feel the blood of Jesus because when you look at the body, when a part of the body dies, if a foot dies, if a hand dies, is why? Because lack of circulation. And so there are people who are dying off because there's no connection to the blood. If you're not going to church on Sundays like you should, you're dying because you're not connected to the blood. So, y'all, what we want to do is we want to try to do things that's going to bring us all together so that we can start seeing some real things going on in the body of Christ. Miracles, signs and wonders, people getting healed, people getting delivered, not just people getting their bills paid. Amen. Not just new cars. But I want my brother to do better. I want my sister to do better. Amen. I want those who are struggling with alcohol and drugs to be healed and delivered. Amen. I want those who are dealing with homosexuality to be healed. Amen. I want everything that is an issue to the people of God to be addressed. Amen. Amen. So that's what we're focusing on. Amen. 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 Amen.